Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it is your boy, Stevie Jobber. And it's your boy, Dangerous Duke. And welcome back to the Dangerous Jobbers podcast, putting wrestling over one podcast at a time. Yes, sir. And today we are doing one of our special uh, new games, Push Developmental Fire. And this is going to be a special one because we have a special guest who... I was told was at the elimination chamber, mm-hmm. which is so awesome. So Duke introduces to our our new our new guest. Yeah, so like Stevie said, this is a new game we started. This is, I believe, the second game that we've done. The first one was just myself and Stevie, mm-hmm. and we had to get us a special guest for this one. We've been talking back and forth, trying to figure out when we can get this person on, and we made it happen. So, ladies and gentlemen. The one, the only, Nadia, a.k.a. The Little Monster. How's it going? I'm doing good. Hi, everybody. Hey, glad you could be on. We've been trying to get you on. We finally were able to make it happen. Yes, it's going to be fun, man. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, so before we get started, before we jump into these uh, picks, Nadia, why don't you let the people know who you are, what you're fond of, and what got you into wrestling? Sure. So my name is Nadia. I'm from Montreal, Quebec, Canada, Canadian, French Canadian. Mm-hmm. And I love collecting Funkos. I collect wrestling stuff. Not all of it, but I I'm a I'm I'm a picky collector. I'm a very picky collector. So I collect just things that I love. And also I love uh shopping. I love going downtown in montreal go check out some stores and cool stuff wrestling started with my dad i was three years old when he when he made me watch wrestling i saw him watching wrestling he was like i was like what are you watching he was i was like oh wrestling i was like what is that he's like come sit down you'll see so i watched it i was like oh my god it's so cool then my mom came in she's like oh no what did you do (laughs) He took you down the rabbit hole. Yeah, mm-hmm. because wrestling in my family is something popular because um, my parents went to see wrestling in um, in the town where I am is Verdun, and they used to go to the uh, Verdun Auditorium, and mm-hmm. that wrestling was very popular. That's I don't know if you know this, but that's where. Um, Andre the Giant did his very first Canadian appearance. Wow. In my hometown. Yeah, my dad, I think my mom too, but my dad saw him, he met him because my grandfather knew some wrestling promoters and everything. So he was able to get all the time for tickets and other stuff. My parents also went to the Montreal Forum where a lot of wrestling was there as well. Also, the Bell Center that was Molson, Molson Center before that, where we know what happened in 97. So that I will always remember. I was, my my dad ordered the pay-per-view when we watched it. He, we ordered it, 97 uh, Survivor Series. Yeah, that was crazy. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. I know exactly yeah. what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. And I have lots of DVDs. I still have all of my magazines that i bought when they had some i even sometimes when i go to conventions and i saw like one time i saw this guy this booth had old school magazines i think i bought like i think i bought 10 or 12 bucks of 10 or 12 
books of magazines. There were two books. So I was like taking, take, 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 take. That's pretty yeah. sweet. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So funny. Sorry. You're good. So again, before we get started, thanks for letting us know, you know, how you got into wrestling and everything. But before we get started, just let the people know where they can find you and where they can interact with you. Okay, so you can find me on YouTube, Nadia aka Little Monster. You can find me on Instagram, Nad underscore little underscore monster underscore. You can check out my photos that I have there and other things. And yeah. Awesome. All right. So I think with that being said, it's time we jump right into the game. Um, who wants to go first? Stevie, you want to take the first one? Yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and swing the first one. All right. So I went with tag teams for this one. Okay. And I was just trying to think of some solid tag teams that were along the same lines that might be a little hard to to choose from. Okay. Wait one second. I went on the wrong page of my notes. <laughs> So many notes, right? So many, so notes. many notes. Okay, so I went with uh, Eminem. Okay, kind of from the two thousands. Uh, um, Johnny Mercury, Joey Mercury, and yeah. and John Morrison. Mm-hmm. Um, when they were with uh, Melina. Yep. I went with TNA, who's a little further back. It was uh, Test mm-hmm. and Albert mm-hmm. when they had Trish Stratus. Okay. And um, Pretty Deadly, who I feel are probably the newest versions of that cloth of wrestler tag team that's just kind of flashy and talented. So what are we doing here? Push, developmental, and fire. Hmm. Dang, that's hard. See, I'm I'm a little biased towards two of these teams for different reasons. Um, all right, so for me, I'm gonna fire just because I'm biased, I'm gonna fire TNA. Wow. They're the Canadian team. You know that. Yes, I do, but I'm just I'm biased, and you'll you'll understand why I'm biased. Um Maybe I can't fire them. You know what? No, I can't fire them. All right. So we're going to fire pretty deadly. We're going to develop TNA. Okay. And I'm going to push Eminem just because even when Eminem came out, I was a huge John Morrison, Johnny Nitro fan. So just based off of that, we're going to push Eminem. We're going to develop mental TNA and then we're going to fire pretty deadly. Cause you said pretty deadly and it, and I got it confused with a different team because pretty oh, deadly okay. is the NXT team, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Pretty deadly is the NXT team. Don't ask me why I was mixing up uh Breezango. Ah, uh, that would have been a good one too, though. That would have been yeah, a good one I was, too, though. If, if it was Breezango, then it would have been TNA got to go, but no. Yeah. The, was a good pr- pretty pretty deadly but i like pretty go. deadly no for me pretty deadly can go all right what are your thoughts nadia i'm pushing eminem because they were amazing together i think 
Devil will be pretty deadly because I think that because I think they're cool pretty deadly. I watch them and I think they're pretty cool how they are. Mm-hmm. And sadly, I fired TNA because yeah, they were a pretty good team, but they didn't have a good for me. I think they didn't have a good uh, chemistry. The the there was something that didn't connect. With, mm-hmm. Yes, yes, there was Tristratus, but there's nothing to connect with. Yes, they had good. Um, they had this rivalry with the Hardy Boys and Lee and, and everything, but I don't know. I wasn't a fan of them. I think for me, the only reason I was saying developmental for them was because I see the potential in Test. Yeah. And not so much Albert, because you know he was already doing, he was already floundering through a few characters, but I see yeah. potential in him. So yeah. that that's what leaned me towards developmental for that team. But but I I agree with you. TNA didn't have a lot to actually connect with. Yeah, I watch I watch Pretty Deadly from time to time. They're one of the tag teams down there. I keep up with them and the Creed brothers, Mm -hmm. and I really like Pretty Deadly. They got a lot of character, but they got they got a a lot of in ring to back it up. Yeah, I love those kind of teams. It reminds me of Edge and Christian. And their mic skills are way better than Tess and Albert. Way better. Oh, yeah. Way better. I'll, yeah, I'll give them that. For The in-ring might kind of be, you know, give or take, depending yeah. on the day, but the mic work, yeah, no, pretty deadly has leaps and bounds better mic work than TNA did. All right. Well, that's my first one, guys. Who's who's going to go next? You want to take it, dude? You want to go, Nadia? Who wants to okay, go? I'll go. All right. Let's it's, see what you uh, got. Women wrestlers, but women. Okay. Luna Vashon, mm. China, and Sable. Wow. That's a good mm. first one. Luna Vashon, China, and Sable. Oh, man. I, f- I feel like I go kind of fast on these, so I'm going to go first. And I feel like this one, I think I'm pretty pretty certain on so i'm gonna fire sable I, I never liked sable i never got you never liked sable i never liked sable there was nothing ever that sable did that i enjoyed okay not not the vince mcmahon stuff wow. not 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 the playboy thing anything nothing i i was just never a sable fan um we're gonna Again, the bias. I mean, we're gonna develop metal Luna, and then we're gonna push China. You said how I thought in my head. How you said it, it's it's clear, clear, clear. Like it was, it, it's a toss up between Luna and China because you yeah. know sometimes it could go either way, just depending yeah. on the time. But me personally, I would push China more than I would push Luna. Okay. Yeah, because Luna. I loved her how she was. She was so different than everybody. Mm-hmm. But I watched her dark side of the ring and it's sad what happened to her because of Sable. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, like I was I was never a Sable fan. And I there's been stuff that came out about Sable for a while now. So and then that is true too. I'm, if I'm not mistaken, Sable was the one who um she was married to Mark Merrow at first, right? Yes. And see, I I love Mark Merrow, so <laughs> naturally. That that just that just gives you even more. I like Mark Merrow too. 
Okay, I understand that. I I feel like there was, um, if you're looking at it blindly, there was a certain period of time where she was probably one of the more, um, the more aggressive in ring in her time. Mm -hmm. But outside of that, there are like surrounding negativities. You know, yeah. so so I I think I think I'll agree with you guys. I think I I think I push China because you got to push China. Uh, oh, yeah. So so it's all this. So it's pretty much all the same all the way through. Yeah. 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 And right. I can't wait for her WWE Legends because mm -hmm. I know that they did a WWE Legends. I I DVR Jack Snake Robert because I'm gonna watch it a, a little bit uh maybe tomorrow. But I can't wait for her because. We'll be able to like understand how everything happened to her, the beginning to end, and everything. Mm. So I, I can't wait for that. Oh, uh, who's getting one? Uh, China. Yeah, she has one. Oh, she deserves uh, one. Oh, she deserves one. Oh uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to watch that. I watched her documentary that they made for with the people from Dark Side too. So, oh uh, yeah, the Legends one will be a lot less heartbreaking than that. I bet. Um, but I'm waiting for it too. The A and E does so good with these shows. Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh yes, yes, yes. So like, so good. Like the one of Lex Luger, that one I mm -hmm. really, really loved it because they were very honest about how Lex Luger was, and even the other ones as well. I watched the NW one, and that one was pretty good as well. Yeah, they they tend to do good when they come when it comes up to them wrestling. Telling the yeah. old stories of wrestlers from back then, they tell and the rivals. That one I rivals love. Rivals is amazing. Yes. Rivals is amazing too. The next one that they're showing tonight is Mankind versus Undertaker. That one I can't. That's gonna be that. amazing. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, you know what? I feel like it's a great way for people like, um, like Mrs. Jobber doesn't hasn't kept up with wrestling quite as much as we have. So I'm trying to find new ways to introduce her to some of like the classic rivalries and That's good. some of the yeah. big people of, of our air inside of an hour. Yeah. And those are like great shows. Yeah. Yes, they are. Because they tell it so like they, they capture the emotions we felt when we yeah. were watching it. Yeah. And Freddie Prince Jr. is a good host. He's I love Freddie Prince Jr. Host. Can't go wrong with Freddie. Yes. Yeah. All right. So Duke, what's your what's your first one? Uh, you know what? I had something for my first one, but Nadia brought up Mankind. So I'm going to go with a different one for my mm -hmm. first one. So we <laughs> have that. we have Mick Foley, mm -hmm. Dusty Rhodes, mm. Roddy Piper. Oh, no. Push one, fire one, no, send one to developmental. You oh. can't fire one. <laughs> I'm sorry, you can't fire any of them. That's They're the point. It, it's gotta be. It's gotta be hard hitting ones. I know. I'm between oh, a I heel know. and a hard place. <laughs> um. Uh, uh, okay, I'll go first. I think <laughs> I'll buy Nadia some time. I think <laughs> I. Man. Because if I'm a promoter at the time, like when all these guys are hot at the same time, yep. 
I feel like I'm making an impossible decision. Because naturally, I would fire Roddy. I'm not even going to lie to you. But I'm thinking about if you're a promoter at that time, there is no bigger draw as far as heels than Roddy Piper, unless you had like Ric Flair. But yes, Roddy Piper was the only like smoking hot like heel at that time. So you would probably go with one of the faces, but Mick and Dusty is almost impossible to choose because they're the same. They're like the same kind of story, but Mick's mm -hmm. is just a little grittier than Dusty's is. And they're both so good at being underdogs. Yes. Oh, man. <laughs> but who do you fire? You can't fire Mick Foley. <laughs> That's why it's difficult, man. This oh man, he's got I... kids, man. <laughs> they both do. They both do. Oh man, Dusty's got kids. You can't fire Desty. That's see oh, that. That's man. where it gets tough, man. You gotta. Do you uh, do you pick both the baby faces? Do you fire one baby face? I'm gonna pick both the baby faces. Really, firing Roddy Piper. Really? I'm firing Roddy Piper because, and I'll oh. tell you why, because I'm firing Roddy Piper because, and I'm going to develop mental Mick Foley. I'm going to push Dusty Rhodes. I'm going to push the American dream. Um, I'm going to develop mental Mick Foley because I feel like Mick is one of the only guys that can be a bad guy and a good guy. <laughs> And if I can get him to elite Mick Foley status and then push him, he can be a heel at first and then become a baby face. Okay. So I'll, I'll save Mick because I can use Mick both ways. I can only have Roddy be heel. Roddy's just not as good as a baby face. But I can go both ways with Mick Foley. But he's, there's no, Mick, I feel like Dusty's too hot. Dusty's like Cody now, you know, mm -hmm. but bigger in that time. So I'm I'm gonna push Dusty. Uh -huh. What about you? What about you? Me? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so pushing Dusty—that's for sure, because you cannot you cannot touch Dusty. How my skills, everything about him, magic for sure. Mm. I'm sorry, but I'm develop that I'm developing Rowdy Piper. Mm -hmm. I love Rowdy Piper, and I think for me, I liked him as a face. I thought that he he drew the crowd, even though he was a face. I thought he drew crowds as well because his mic his mic skills were good heel and face. Mm. Like they, he knew how to captivate people even though he was a heel or a face like like he said a lot of stories that he almost got killed because of what he did when he was a heel yeah so, you know and when he became a face i think a lot of people were happy that when he became a face and everything because i i i think he's he's pretty good you know and mm. sally i it breaks my heart to fire make fully but for me reason why I fire him because of their status and his status it's like mm. 
it's mm-hmm. it's difficult mm-hmm. but but Meg Foley is still a great performer great on my schools and everything but because if, if I was the promoter I would get the big names and mm. you know yeah alright so I guess I was the one that's gonna have to be the heel in all this who are you fire? Well, I was going to fire Mick. Mick was my obvious choice oh, okay. to be fired. All right. But I was going to push Roddy. That's good. And okay. I was going to developmental Dusty just for the fact that I would believe that if I develop Dusty enough, Dusty could be the one to take the title from Roddy and be the new guy. Oh, okay. That, that's that's the route. That's the route I was thinking. Yeah, that's, that's the way I. That's the route that's I was going. Really good. It's still good because. It's it's like if you want to developmental him, it makes it like you know, even though he has great mic skills, to make it greater, greater mic skills. Mm-hmm. And it's it's not even so much as a developmental for him; it's a developmental for the story in the future. The storyline oh, and okay. feud, okay, not the character, but for the feud, yeah, and the storyline. Oh, mm-hmm. that's smart thinking. That's smart thinking. Yeah, but that's where I was going with it. Okay. So, Stevie, you got the next one. Yes. So. This one is going to be all um, shifty mid-carters. <laughs> shifty mid-carters, okay. So this is all mid-carters who just don't seem to be going anywhere. All right. Your choices are Mad Cat Moss. Okay. Elias. Oh, okay. And Baron Corbin. I go Which- first. Okay. Developmental fire. Nadia, what do you got? For me, TV. Push Elias, Developmental Mad Cost, um, Moss, and Fire Baron Corbin. Why are you firing Baron Corbin? I hate him. There's, <laughs> there's nothing to do with him. The only thing they, sh- like, if I would kept him in Developmental, he would lucky. I would I would say you're going back to the lone wolf because that was his best character. It was. Nail on the head. Best character yeah. was Lone Wolf Baron Corbin. Yeah, he was amazing in NXT. He was amazing how he was. Like his entrance, the music and everything. The red lighting and Oh, that was perfect. Like 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 when he walked and the spotlights and everything, mm-hmm. that was perfect. It was beautiful. The reason why I push Elias because I think that his character is amazing with the, the funny story of Ezekiel, his brother. I and I I remembered I saw him I saw him live. It was in April of, of 2019 when when um Kofi Kingston was a champion and everything and I saw him live and I thought he was pretty pretty cool to see him live and everything and and his his mic skills are still good how he is and everything and and what I like about him is that heel or face he captivates the crowd so well mm-hmm. like like everybody are, are, are yelling really they're yeah, we love. And then when he comes and does a curve and says something bad of their team, now they're booing him straight. Mm-hmm. So I I love how he can 
captivates the people how he he says his things. Yeah, Mad he's, got, Cat he's Mar- got a lot of control. Oh, sorry about that. No, yeah, no, he has. He has a good control. Tell me, You're tell me so about right. Mad Cat. I think that I saw him wrestle live on SmackDown. I went to SmackDown as well. And he has potential. Mm-hmm. He's a good wrestler. But sadly, the people were more for Gunther than Madcap. Sadly, there's a totally understandable because of that. Because, because sadly, the match, there was... It wasn't believable that he could beat him. That's yes. sad about that. But I think that if you develop him, you develop his character, his mind skill, and also with his girl, I think there's something that could could happen really great with him and Emma. Mm-hmm. If they do a good story with it, I think that he would get something pretty good with that. All right, Duke, yeah. what do you, Duke, what do you think? I, I I happen to believe that Mad Cap has needed help to get over for quite a while. Um, because I remember him from back when he was in NXT. Now seems like his best shot, but he's got a he's got a good way to go. He's got a good way to go. And you hit it you hit it right on the head. He needs a better character. He needs some better mic skills. I feel like he's always been good in the ring, but everything else has been a problem. Yeah. So Duke, I'm I'm curious to see where you go with this. Can I fire all three? <laughs> wow. No. And that's you the difficult are... part of it. This Ooh. that's the difficult part Ooh. of it. Because right. if you're someone that's as nitpicky as I am, no, I there's it. a reason for all three of them to just all not right. want to do anything. They're mean. But to yeah. have to make the choice between who do you actually put some faith in? No, I, I think I got it. The hard part. I, I think I think it's fairly easy. Um, Corbin, I'm firing. Uh, it's it. Nadia said it. He, his best character was the lone wolf character, obviously. And not only that, the dude has had just had so many character changes mm. already. Mm. Like you, you, he's been on what main roster for I want to say six years now, five, six, seven. It's been years quite maybe. a while. And I just did it's the like math. Corporate Corbin. Yeah, like I did the math. You, he's had like six character changes yeah. in the time he's been up here. He went from Lone Wolf to the random one character. Then he was Happy Corbin. Then he was Broke Corbin. He was uh, Constable Corbin. And now he's this Corbin with JBL, and he's not even with JBL anymore. So I'm firing Corbin. I think that experiment's over. Over. Like, it's beyond over. Just don't see it. Beyond over. <laughs> I love that. Madcap, I would I developmental Madcap just because it's still kind of early for him. His in-ring is okay. He might work. He needs to improve. I think he's got to improve his gear. He's he's got a good thing going with Emma right now as his valet, but his character just as a whole is kind of like vanilla. Mm-hmm. But I could see I could potentially see something there with him. And then Elias, solid in the ring, pretty good with his character work, really good on the mic, and he can get a crowd behind him just on the drop of a dime. So 
whether he's a heel or face, he can get a crowd working. So for me, I push Elias. I'm I'm slightly different from the two of you. I'm firing Mac at Moss. Um, I just yes, he has a lot of potential, but I've been watching him have a lot of potential for so many years. I just feel like I'll let you get your your potential somewhere else. I don't I don't need it. Yeah, but um, and I don't want to waste the developmental years on seeing if it'll come out or not. I'd rather you fight it out on the indies, find something, and then maybe we can capitalize on that later. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to push Elias because he's he's got that connection. Mm-hmm. He's got the connection, and he's got the in-ring work. Um, he's got the in-ring work to last. Yeah. It's, it doesn't have to be great. It's not over the moon, but it's enough to last with some main eventers. So mm-hmm. I would I would push Elias and I would develop middle Corbin after telling him to stay home for like three months and grow his hair back. <laughs> stay home, grow your grow your hair for three months, get your hair back, make it long, and then we'll bring you back to NXT as the lone wolf. Okay. You've been on your own. You've been to the mountaintop and you've been dropped like a bad habit. You know, you've been broke. You've been rich. You've been in charge. You've been unemployed. You've lost everybody now. Back to Lone Wolf Corbin. You've just been on the streets until Shawn Michaels said, come back to work. You know? Yeah, and you could you yeah. could actually make that like a full circle story. Exactly. Yes. And that's a story you can make full circle. Okay. Now you I found understand. your roots. Now you know what it's like to fail. Now you you're back to who you know you're supposed to be. Yeah. Look at you. Look at you being the good guy, Booker. While I'm out here being the bad. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> usually it doesn't work this way. Usually it's the opposite way around. No, yeah. Usually he's seeing the light in people, and I'm like, now nah, get him out of here. <laughs> but um, yeah. So that's that's me. Um, where are we at now? Is this back to Nadia? Yeah, it's back to Nadia. All right. Okay, we're gonna switch things. We're gonna do managers. Oh, okay. That's a first. So we're gonna do Paul Bear, mm. Bobby DeBrain Heenan, Paul Heyman, but not Paul Heyman. It's Paul E. Dangerously. Dangerously. Mm. Yes. Not Paul Heyman, WWE. We're going way back in his beginning with the cell phone phone that he had. I do hmm. love that Paul Heyman. I do love that Paul Heyman. It's pre-ECW Paul, but it's a very good Paul. Yeah, it's pre-WCW, I remember, Dangerous Alliance. I remember Dangerous and... Alliance. And Dangerous Alliance had legends all in it. Uh, mm. Yes. So many legends. <sighs> and it's between him, it's between Paul Bear, and it's between... Bobby the Brain. Heenan. Bobby the Brain. Bobby the Brain. That's the difficult one. It is. That's the difficult one. But you got to consider, you can't, before you before you think of firing Paul Bear, you're firing pretty much the man who made sure The Undertaker got over. Yeah. So fire so that, him. This Undertaker that, thing might fall. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this, it might not launch the way it's supposed to. Who's to say Taker had those mic skills that early? I'm not betting that. 
Mm. You know, I think Taker talking on his own might might be a bad thing for those early years. You know what? I think I have mine. Okay. And I'm sorry, but I'm I'm pushing Paul Bear because if we don't have Paul Bear, we don't not only do we not have Undertaker, we don't have Kane. Mm. Mankind also fails along the way. So Oh, see, but I already fired Mick, so... No, nah, I'm joking. No, <laughs> no but we're, 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 we're keeping Paul Heyman... Or not Paul Heyman. We're keeping Paul Bearer. We're pushing him because without him, we get no Undertaker, we get no Kane, and we need mm-hmm. them both. Need them both. We're going to develop... Here we go. We, we're going to develop Bobby the Brain Heenan. No, yeah, Paulie. Yeah, I'm sorry, and I love Paulie, but man, too many bounce checks, man. You got to go. Too many bounce <laughs> checks. That's a good one. And, th- and this is That's pre-WCW Alliance, pre-ECW, but no, Paul Paulie got to go. Sorry. Oh, we, man. I, I don't have it in me to fire Bobby the Brain. I, I just don't, so. Okay. We're going we gonna to develop Bobby the Brain Heenan and Paul, Paul Lee got to go. I love Paul Lee, man. So do I, but man, tough decisions had to be made. I'm going to... We call it budget cuts. Ooh. <laughs> I'm going to develop... Sorry. <laughs> I'm going to develop mental Paul Bear. Okay. Whoa. And because I'm going to develop mental Paul Bear with The Undertaker. <laughs> okay. So that by the time that developmental is over, The Undertaker can talk on his own. That that's good. I'm gonna push. I'm gonna push. This is this is a tough one. I think my heart wants to push Paul Heyman. But here, ECW. I'm from Philly. So so am I. But (laughs) you know, father of ECW. That I'm about to send out the door. It depends on like what time period. Like I wish I knew, I wish I could call it. Hey, even even because, Michael Jordan got cut from his high school basketball team. You got to get cut is, before you can blossom. Is, if this is peak, um, if this is if this is peak Bobby the Brain, I can't fire him at like Andre the Giant manager status. That's too deep, you know. Man, it's just. But if it's like the tail end of that, then I'm like, all right, you can go because Heyman's on the upswing. Heyman's on the upswing. Um, I'm gonna put. I'm gonna. I'm gonna fire. I'm gonna fire. I'm gonna fire Bobby the Brain. Oh. I'm gonna fire Bobby the Brain because I'm ushering in a new era. (laughs) All right. Paul Heyman, Paul, Paul Bear is getting out of here as soon as The Undertaker learns to talk. <laughs> and I need my manager's gritty. Oh, I'm going to keep Paulie dangerously. Mm. I'm going to move out the 90s into the 2000s myself with managers. Man. Man. Gritty, bright colored, phone holding managers. 
At least he's managing and not booking. You know? Yeah. At least he ain't got to worry about writing them checks. He's going, right, right. He's just managing. He's not writing any checks. Right? And I save a bunch of wrestlers from bad checks. Because he's just going to manage, you know? Exactly. All right, dude. What do you you got? That was really Uh, good. That that was a good one. We had to think on that. Yeah, we've never done managers, and that was really tough. All right, so I'm going. I'm going tag teams here. Okay, but it's tag teams with multiple people. Okay. We got the BWO, Blue World uh-huh. Order. I've seen the Blue Meanie live so many times. Three minute warning. Oh, oh I love three minute warning. Right to censor. Oh. Okay. So it's three groups that nobody really liked, but you should have added the job squad in there too. You got to figure out who to push, who to develop, and who to fire between Blue World Order, Right to Censor, and Three Minute Warning. And you got to think of who to push. Yeah, who to push, who to develop, who to fire. Which of these tag teams are you going to say, I don't care what you feel, these are at the top? These are the guys. I think I got it. Do you want Blue Meanie holding down your tag division? (laughs) Is that what you want? Hollywood Nova doing this thing. I got it. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I'm pushing right to censor. Okay. Because the reason why, because I thought how they did it was great. And they like yes, bull, bull, um, not bull. Uh, was it bull or was Val? Bull Buchanan. Bull Buchanan. Yeah. Bull Buchanan was in there. Yeah. And with Val Venus, right? No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Val Venus was. Yeah, also he in was there. with CB Richard. Yep. The good father. The good father. Ivory. The thing is, what was good is that. Yes, Bull wasn't good at the mic, but you had the other ones that, that were good me. on the mics. Mm-hmm. Because the Godfather, when he was the Godfather, he knew how to talk. So when he became the good father, he knew how to to strength everything of yeah. what he did and being just good. And Ivory, she how she was, she really knew how to speak, how to really have a good character. She Val knew how Venus, to be so naturally mean. Yes, mm-hmm. she knew how to do the, that. The mannerisms. Yes. And Stevie Richard, he's great on the mic, how he what, how he is. And even Valvina, same thing. So I think it's good to push them because they have what they have they have what it takes to go against good uh, teams and they did they even won tag team titles so they were good mm-hmm. for me developmental will be three minute warning the reason why is because they were great together how they were and the thing is if both of them were would still be alive that would have been the greatest thing that we could ever see on television right now the biggest Samoan bloodline dynasty mm-hmm. that was been amazing mm-hmm. to see all of them because 
Rosie and Jamal or Umaga, they were great. And I think that with more, they had the ring skills because for their, for their, how they were, they had good ring skills still. Even when, when Jamal was Umaga, he had the ring skills. Yeah. He knew how to, he knew how to wrestle how he was. He knew how to really wrestle. And I, I love how he was. And even Rosie, just maybe for sure, I would ask, I would tell him to do more conditioning just to, to be able to be, have more cardio because I, I bet for sure he would have been way well, better because Sally of his weight, he would have been greater, you know, being able to do better skills and everything, just just to tone and have to have more cardio. Because when you wrestle, you need cardio when you wrestle. Because if you don't have cardio, that's when your heart can do things and mm. your lungs can do things, you know? And yeah. And you know that Mike skills for sure, and they would be off the charts. Mm-hmm. Like they would, have, they would have really developed better together with some time. Oh yeah, and and also like when like saying NXT, and if they had solo with them or something, mm-hmm. they would have been like perfect together. Damn, having oh, solo yeah. with them in a three minute. Oh, that oh, that'd be beautiful. They would have been awesome. Mm-hmm. Like. You start like, a whole different bloodline flute, a whole different bloodline feud right there. Oh yeah, that would have been crazy. Like having all three having a face face tattoo like they had together and everything. That would have been or something. Damn. And Sally, I'm I have to I have to fire blue uh the blue world order and the reason why I I never I never got to see them wrestle and mm. I know who they are, but I don't care for them. I know who Blue Meanie is because of the job spot, but that's it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they're not. Yeah. Shout out to the job squad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, shout out to the job squad. I, Sally, I don't care for them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I I hearing your reasoning, man, that makes so much sense. I'm actually gonna agree with you on all of those fronts, and I love Stevie Richards, but I love. Right to censor Stevie Richards more than the BWO Stevie Richards. Um, I just love Stevie Richards. I was such a passion with Stevie Richards. He's the oh, man. he was good. He is the man. Um, and right to censor was so. It was so good. It was so good. It was so over. It was so easily hateable. Yes, um, and hateable. Song yeah. to the dress, like to the, to the button ups and the. Just the from the good father, like turning the people we loved into these people we gotta hate now. Yeah, and they just capitalized on such a a niche, mm-hmm. a niche thing. They were so good, and I would love to see them battling it out with um the upper card and holding the tag titles and the women's title and going for like the intercontinental title or having a good shot at the world title where we think for just a second, it would have to be like the most bad, it would have to be like Steve Austin or somebody. Mm-hmm. So it could be really, so we could have a lot of fun with it. But oh, yeah. 
at least like one good shot at it where we think maybe Stevie Richards really could do this. And then of course it doesn't work. But but just, you know, those feel like the guys that if you're really going to go hard, these might be the ones to do it because of the genuine heat that they would have. And every week knowing you would have to hear that alarm clock sound. Yeah. Oh, it was so horrible. Oh, yeah. And I would I would definitely develop three minute warning because like she said, they are Samoans at the end of the day. And mm-hmm. with the right conditioning, with the right time, we've seen it before. Anything is possible, especially knowing that one of them becomes Umaga and Umaga is just legendary. And that oh, yeah. all of that is living in solo now. So you oh, know what? Yes. I, I can't even be mad that I had I had to change my pick too. I it got changed to what you said, so I had to change it. But I can't. Nadia I can't just even, made so much sense. I can't even be mad at that one. I really can't. That that one hit the nail on the head. Mm-hmm. And and think about this. I think I think if they really wanted to, and not to not to fantasy pitch here, but if they really wanted to, there's so many Samoans that they could really continue the bloodline. Like they could have started the bloodline years ago. Yeah, and just kept reincarnating it like the Bullet Club if they wanted to, because there's just so many Samoans. And just yeah, think about it forever. Imagine Tamia if she was in it. Mm-hmm. She was with the Usos because she's cousins with them because of she, of her dad, because right. he's Samoan as well. He has a connection with them. So it would have been cool if she if she continued, because when, when they debuted, they were together. Mm-hmm. And that was awesome. They they should have kept them together and it would have been cool if they recruited her with the plumline because that would have been I absolutely awesome. agree. Yeah. I absolutely agree. The one time they gave Tamina a real shot at the title, I thought she could have won because she was yes. so good on the internet. She was so good in the promos. Oh yeah. She was really putting it down in the ring. And I thought was it she against had a Natalia? chance. I think it was Natalia. And I know she had a chance against Beth Phoenix too. Mm. She had two tries. And she was, but she was just, she was so good and they didn't give it to her. And I feel like she really deserves, um, she really deserves some belts. Like her and Natalia was good, but I felt like there could have, there could have been such a, a real moment made with Tamina that they just, they've never given her a fair They failed, yet. yeah. Yeah. And hopefully Nia Jax comes back to realize that. Oh no, no. Full time. No, I mean, I know, no. I know, <laughs> I know. There's a thing, but we don't need her. I like the two of them together. Or, or, or we figure out what we're doing with the rock star. Oh yeah, that's gotta be a that that that's a conversation. Do you watch Schism? Day. Are you interested in Schism? Schism, yes. Yes. Okay. Is she doing well? Yes, she is. I like what she's doing. I like how she is. Like, I, I think how she is, Um, you know, she needs more time, but she's growing. And, and her mind skills, how she is, is perfect how she is. Mm. You know, she's, uh, I, I see that she's, she's supplementing her, her character. And I think she's doing really well. Like, like she's having this thing with uh, the girl from Chase U. And I think it's awesome staring her she's like oh my god you're in my mind and everything i think it's perfect how they're doing it and and i think when we'll see her in the ring i think we'll see 
if she really has potential or not. It's when we'll see her in the ring if she has potential or not. But I think she has. So okay, you you, you see the you see the flashes pretty much. Hmm. You you let it's like you see the flashes of what what she could be. Yes. Okay. She could be really good. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, Duke, what's your what's your what's your second? And then I think we got one more round. That that was my second. The BWO and oh, okay, uh, right, right. Yeah, so it's back to you now. Oh, okay. All right. So this one's your Last third, one. I think. Yeah. All right. This one's the big dogs. All right. Cody Rhodes. Mm-hmm. Brian Danielson. Sami Zayn. Oh no. Push <laughs> developmental fire. Oh God! All right, so give me give me those names again. <laughs> give it to you again. All yeah, right, I'll try to make it harder the second time. The American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes. <laughs> okay. The man fighting Roman Reigns, the greatest champion of our time. Oh and in mm-hmm. in a little under a month or over a month, depending. Hmm. Or the planet's champion, <laughs> the underdog, the the man that started the Yes movement. Okay, Brian Danielson, Brian the Danielson. Blackpool Combat Club. Okay, whose wife has been on multiple reality shows. Not that I don't know if that's a plus or a minus, but minus, <laughs> minus, minus. minus. He was in Team Hell No with Kane. That was awesome. That was that awesome. was awesome. That was, a, that was a good period of time. Um, you know, we're talking bad beat Triple H, Randy Orton, and Batista in the same night. Brian Danielson mm-hmm. or Sami Zayn. The crack in the bloodline. Oh. The man that stole a- Montreal's <laughs> yeah. heart. At Elimination Chamber. The only other bearded man to go up against the system. (laughs) (laughs) It controlled the entire stadium. The biggest baby face on the planet. At least in Canada. (laughs) Shut up. No, no, I mean, it's probably probably all across the world, but Mm -hmm. I don't know. Some places might be more Cody Rhodes. I'm kidding when I'm saying that. You know what? Some people might be a little more Cody Rhodes than Sami Zayn, but I I feel like Sami, at least least if if he's not, he's definitely in the conversation of being like the best baby face in the industry. Who do you fire? Who do you show the door? Never come back. (laughs) Easy. Easy? I'm gonna get I'm gonna get hate for it, but it's easy. Oh no! What's he gonna do? We're gonna push Cody. It's it, the the story is there, so you got to do it. We're pushing Cody Rhodes. The only reason I'm not gonna push Sammy, and I'm gonna send, and you know what? Before I even say it, the only reason I'm not gonna push Sammy is because there's someone else. That you and me have discussed this. I think there's somebody else that this is all going to be about within a month or a couple months from now. So we're going to f- push Cody to get the chance to fight for the title. We're firing Brian Danielson. 
my guy, you you've had too many concussions, bro. It's it's just it's okay. You you great. You done your thing. Just relax. Stay home with the kids for a little while. Do your thing. Be a family man. You don't need to get hurt. You got your flowers. You the man. Mm. And we're gonna develop Sammy Zane because we can't fire Sammy. Sammy's white hot right now. Sammy's on fire. But I feel like we're just gonna develop Sammy because I think eventually you you both seen um you you both seen what was it Wandavision? Yes, yes, I have seen. No. Oh, you, oh, you didn't want. All right, so it's it's a it's a Marvel thing. It's one. It's a TV show. So Stevie, you'll know what I'm talking about. The song. It's been Agatha all along. Mm-hmm. Yes. I don't think this has been about Sammy, and I don't think it's gonna be about Sammy in the end. I think it's been Jay Uso all along. So, I'm gonna develop Sammy. I'm gonna develop Sammy because I can't fire Sammy. I just don't have it in my heart to fire, fire Sammy. Sammy. We're gonna we're gonna push Cody just because of the story thing with his dad, and you know it's a proud moment. And I'm gonna fire Brian Danielson just because you know you've had enough injuries. You've proven yourself as a one of the greatest technical wrestlers of our time. Of all time. You're like Iron Man. We're going to be okay. You can rest now. So we love you 3,000, but, you know, go. You can you can take a break. So that's that's my thing. Okay. What do you think, Nadia? I have to agree with him. Yeah? Yeah. Cody, the reason why... Because he has amazing mic skills. He had them since the beginning when he started. But mm-hmm. not when he started starts. But when he he was um when he when he was with Legacy. Yes. Mic skills was amazing how he was. And I it's it's really silly, but I liked him when he was dashing. Cody I loved Rhodes. him when he was dashing. It is not silly. I loved him when he was with dashing. Cody. He was amazing. Like was amazing. how he talked, how he was. He was and so it into was it. So perfect. And and when he became the one with his mask and giving those paper bags, I thought it was perfect how it was. Broken Cody, broken Cody. Yeah, too. That was Cody great. Was so good. You I don't know what you're laughing about, Duke. Aren't you glad Dashing I told Nadia Cody to come on the show now? Cody was amazing. He was so good. He was because uh, he just believed I, it. He believed he was beautiful. Yeah, and he was better and I, than you. <laughs> and, and 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 it's so funny is that I liked him when he was with Damian Santa. I thought they were perfect together. How they mm. were, I thought mm. they they were a good tag team. That, I did like Road Scholars. Yeah, they were I great. Like I thought they and, were ridiculous, but they were they were good in ring. Yes, because Damien, we we cannot like, don't say that, but he had great mic skills. Mm-hmm. Damien had amazing mic skills. How he was, and yeah, that uh, Sammy for sure to develop because even though he has great mic skills and everything, I I think it's just to. How can I say this? I think for me, I think that, you know, to develop him and everything, but also to team, to make him team with Kevin, because I think that, I hope that's going to happen at WrestleMania, because I, I think I, I think that to have the best friends together, I thought that when they were heels together, when they were best friends, I thought it was amazing it was how great. they 
they had their their mind skills and everything was great people were like just they were attracted to that how they were it was amazing even though they were heels in montreal they got cheered as mm. heroes and mm. roman and braun got booed so bad mm-hmm. how do and, you um yes. really quick if they do become a tag team again and they're the new they become the new tag team champions which could happen at wrestlemania we don't know yet but if they do would you be happy if they came out the way they used to come out where Kevin was serious and Sammy would dance all around him down to the ring. Because I that still be feel funny. like that would be even funnier now. That would was, be great. Than yeah. it was that, then. that would be great. But they would still be faces. You know, they would still mm-hmm. be heroes, but have a serious hero and a funny and the playful one that was working with yeah. the crowd. Yeah, because you had you 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 had that in baby faces and tactics. You had a serious one and you had a funny mm-hmm. one. So I think that would be really cool. And I think and, that's, a, that's a, always a classic tag team combination. Yeah, too. that's for sure. It's like Rock and Sock Connection. Mm-hmm. You have Rock, Serious, Mankind, Mick Foley, Funny. Oh, man. But they'd be like the new Rock and Sock Connection. That would be funny. <laughs> I could easily see Sammy making all the jokes and Kevin being like, like whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and far guys up. And far Brian Brian Danielson. Yes, he's great. Great wrestler. Mike skills, they're good. They they're better than how they were. But I think that like he says, he had too many injuries. And I do and and I think I don't want not anything batter happens mm-hmm. he you did have to be responsible yeah no because like he says to me i'm gonna do the match i'm gonna do the match and i'm like uh, okay and then something happens and now mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like oh why did i did that and everything and mm-hmm. you just don't want to run the risk yeah yeah i i agree with you guys but i i differ only in the point that I I'm and this is where you guys you guys are better bookers than I am because I believe in taking every what if. So I would push Sammy, mm-hmm. even though it would it it seems and somebody made this point to me that Sammy could win like if they pull the trigger on Sammy, but even Sammy has said he doesn't think he could really be the face. Mm-hmm. It might just be him holding it for six months. And, you know, doing the runaround as champion, but he couldn't, he doesn't really see himself being the face of this, at least right now. Yeah. But I believe in, if there's ever a time where you could have left going, oh man, what if, could you imagine? You got to take that chance. And I would take that chance on Sammy just to see. Maybe it could be Mick Foley. You know, he holds it for three months. He holds it for six months. And we put him up against monsters. And he just edges his way out for six months until finally somebody takes him out again. Yeah. And we just have him be the underdog champion for a few, for a while. But I feel like if there's a chance that you can 
you know, if we think the pop, if I if I leave thinking the pop would have been bigger if we let him win, mm-hmm. I can't pass that up. Yeah. So I, I'm too much of a dreamer. I would have pushed Sammy and uh, sent Cody to developmental. It made it part of his story. You know, he failed. So we sent him to developmental mm-hmm. so he could realize who he was and adapt to the environment and blah, 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 blah. But I do agree you would probably have to fire uh you would probably have to fire Danielson because he's he's already been to the mountaintop. Yeah. All right, and that leaves that leaves Nadia, right? Yep. We're back yep. to Nadia. Mm-hmm. We're gonna go like staples, but dark. Dark ones. Really dark. Okay. So we're starting with House of Black, Judgment Day. So about that, it was my house phone. So House of Black, The Judgment Day, and The Ministry of Darkness. Um, all right, so I'm pushing Ministry of Darkness. I'm, I'm pushing Ministry of Darkness. Developing... Um, you know what? I'm gonna develop mental judgment day. Wait, hold on. Is this edge judgment day or is this judgment day right now with Finn? Right now. All right, so no edge. Actually, no edge. No edge. No edge. All right, so I'm gonna push Ministry of Darkness. I'm gonna develop mental judgment day. And I'm going to fire the House of Black just because, for me, House of Black is always... It seems like it never hit. Mm-hmm. Like it, For me, it felt like the Dark Order with Brody Lee was... Even... It, it, yeah, it felt like Dark Order with Brody Lee hit more than House of Black did when they first got here. It felt like it hit better than House of Black now. Even Judgment Day and Ministry of Darkness, they feel like even when they were early on just starting they stuck with me more than house of black did mm. so i'm that alone i'm gonna fire house of black and then yeah developmental judgment day because you see there's some potential there we can probably get finn back to world champion status Rhea, we can already put in the women's title picture mm-hmm. and then you never know you could probably get a tag title run with uh priest and don and a Ministry of Darkness is Taker. I can't not push anything Taker's in. So we're, we're, we're pushing Taker. All right. I will go on record saying before I make these choices that I believe House of Black is probably the most talented in ring out of these three groups. I think Aleister Black is absolutely amazing. I think Brody King is a monster. Like, really, really booked as a monster more than anybody else these days. I do like Brody. Brody and Braun are like the two real, like, they're monsters in that ring. And maybe Samoa Joe. Um, And I think Buddy Murphy is 
Like he had a nickname, the best kept secret. And I think he like really is the best kept secret when you look at it. He's so good. He's so good. And he never gets the chance to show it off. Um, I think you have to push the Ministry of Darkness because they were the original evil group. I think, I think I'm going to develop Mental House of Black because they're, listen, I know they didn't connect, but they only didn't connect because of the booking. If they were booked better, they could have been so much more dominant than they are now. They could have been, you know, tag team champions and Alistair going for the world title. They have have so much potential and they just, they're just left there to do whatever. Yeah. AEW does tend to mess up their groups from time to time. And I think they're just a better trio than Finn, Damian, and Dom. So if anything, I would fire Judgment Day and get back Rhea. But that's that's where I'm gonna have to go. I'm not I'm not mad at it. All right, Duke, what do you got? All right, so this one I was kind of just throwing stuff at a wall and see what would stick. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> but we have Authority Seth Rollins. That was great, Seth. AEW Kenny Omega. And 2000s Chris Jericho. Oh. Oh. Oh, man. Oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, like, wait, give, me, like, give me the like, first two again. Like pre. Give me the first two. Uh, let me, uh, like literally de- the debuting Chris Jericho. So yes. Debuting yeah. Chris Jericho. Uh, on Monday yeah. Night Raw? Yeah. yeah. So so what was that, like 99? Oh, yeah. my goodness. All right, so 99 Jericho. Kenny Omega and Authority oh, Seth Rollins. Man. Oh, you oh. I'll take this one first. Okay, go ahead. You push Chris Jericho. Are you <laughs> kidding me? You push Chris Jericho. In any situation, you push Chris Jericho. Okay. Oh man. Push Chris, especially 2000s Chris Jericho. Oh my god. Are you kidding? Arm bar. <laughs> what was it? The Moss covered credenza? Yeah. yeah. The three, yeah. Oh, man. You pushed Chris. The Ayatollah of rock and roller. I didn't think that's actually in our intro. <laughs> yes. You pushed Chris. Jer- we pushed Chris Jericho. Okay. Chris Jericho is going to go down as one of the greatest minds in this business. Ever. Oh, yes. Chris Holy Jericho me. is is a gem like no other um he's not as he's not as big as austin and rock but he's more special for different reasons yeah um you push chris okay uh you developmental um Oh my God. I got so aggressive about Chris. I forgot who the other two were. <laughs> Push Chris. It's uh Seth and Kenny Omega. Yes, you developmental Seth. Because Seth is gonna be the triple H of your era. Mm-hmm. 
Seth is not always going to be the top guy, but he's going to be a guy in whatever time period you put him in. Mm -hmm. And at any given moment, much like Chris Jericho, you could press the button on Seth, make him world champion, and nobody would bat an eye. Mm -hmm. He's much like Randy Orton in that, too. That's yeah. how you really know he's a Triple H kid. Yeah, like mid-2000s Randy. Yeah. Anybody that's been mentored by Triple H has become one of those guys that they don't have to be the top guy, but at any moment they could be the top guy. Mm -hmm. That's how Triple H likes to build his people. Think about it. Yeah. Think about it. Yeah. I know my Triple H. But, um, <laughs> yeah, you push Chris, you develop mental Seth, and you fire Kenny. Okay. Because is especially if it's AEW Kenny, because AEW Kenny to me is is not great, <laughs> not great. I mean, oh, I so love had, Kenny. Kenny's so Kenny is good all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, that V trigger is scary every mm -hmm. time you see it. The one winged angel is amazing, but character wise, AEW Kenny Omega is. Uh, eh. And he's the belt. He was the he was the belt collector. Yeah, but still is. Yeah, is was he that captivating? Is the belt collector? I mean, we watched because Kenny Omega had all the belts, but I don't know. Like I, you know, what I'm it wasn't. It wasn't like Y two J winning, beating The Rock and Stone Cold in the same night. Yeah, you know, it wasn't like the heist of the century when Seth took the belt from Brock and and uh and Lesnar. I mean uh Brock and Roman. So you're saying it was just because there was less like OMG moments. Well not that there was less OMG moments because he became the belt collector. Mm -hmm. He won every belt in the Indies at one point. But at the same time, it didn't feel like it was supposed to feel is what I'm saying. Okay. When the heist of the century happened, you're like, man, this Seth Rollins it's just amazing. Mm -hmm. When Jericho beat Rock and Austin in the same night, you were like, this, this slimy guy, I don't know how he pulled this off. When Kenny Omega became the bell character, it was like, it was weird because we all knew he was going to do it. But when it, while he was doing it, it felt like it wasn't as big as it should have been. been. It should have been like Roman holding a belt for longer than anyone has in the modern era. That's what it okay. should have felt like. It okay. didn't feel like that. Okay. So if at the height of your Eunice, it just doesn't mm -hmm. connect with me, you probably shouldn't be here with the other two guys. Okay. How about you, Nadia? What you think? Christian Chris Jericho, that's for sure, because everything he did in WCW, but also when he started... Mike's skills, amazing how he is. He knows how to captivate people, good or bad. He knows how to he he knows how to take the crowd and bring the crowd to him. Like if there's nobody listening to him, he will do everything that people listen to him. He knows yeah. how to hit to captivate and hypnotize people that you are there to listen to him. Yeah. He knows how to do that. Mm -hmm. And he's awesome. And wrestling skills, amazing how he was. He had so many amazing matches and everything. He was great. Uh, Seth Rollins, devil mental for sure. Because I think that 
with that, he would be able to get his authority character way better than than yeah, yes, his character was great. But if he had Devil Mantle, I think he would have been able to push it even further than that mm, his character. He'd have been able to hone it more. Yeah, and be more that like bratty kid, like that bratty kid, like, oh, I have like like for him, like Steph Stephanie and Triple H are like mom and dad. So it's like, exactly. you know, I have mom and dad, they're helping me, blah, blah, blah. So he would have been able to do like that bratty, braggy arrogant kid you know he's like mm-hmm. ha, ha, you know and and further his mic skills as well and everything i think that with that would have been able to push further and also with storylines and everything you know everything he had with roman and brock and even with dean what he did with dean was it was amazing what he did mm-hmm. it, it, it had an amazing feud together it was great storytelling for sure and and I remembered I was at I was at the movies because uh, here in Montreal we used to go to before pre WWE Network we used to go to the um, it was called the Scotiabank Theater but it's the Cineplex we used to go to the Cineplex and watch wrestling there so we used mm. we we watched WrestleMania on a big screen so it was really fun so so mm. we saw it when he when he uh, did the heist of the century, it's like everybody was like surprised, but you heard the cheer to it. Yes. yes. You hear the cheer. They're like, it felt like yes, a movie moment. finally it felt like someone's a movie. catching in. Yes. It's like you have the, the, the suspense here, and then you've got the anticlimactic that's like, Something mm. that you, you never thought would happen. It's like in the movie, you see something and bang, something happened that you never thought would happen. And that's what happened. And 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 I think that's what made it cool and everything. So yeah, and Kenny Omega Sally have to fire him because I think that he did everything what he needed to do. So yeah, he doesn't need any more title pushes or anything. So yeah. Okay. I can I can respect that. Oh, but you know what? You were gonna say something. You were gonna change the Kenny. I think you were gonna ask me if changing the Kenny would have changed. Oh yeah. I, so I was gonna say. So I should have went with like Bullet Club Kenny, like New Japan Kenny. Yeah. Yeah. If you said New Japan Kenny, it might be a different story. Okay. Okay. Because I would I, still I, fire him. I don't. I don't know. Well, I might still fire him. I might still fire him as well. It just it just makes the decision a little bit harder. But it makes it make that Kenny was a little more I felt like he was a little more charismatic. Okay. Yes. Like he was a little edgier, he was a little more outside the lines. Um he was more he was just more fun to watch. Yeah. And him being evil and being and being um cool enough to be, you know, like just to just take you when he was doing his thing. It felt so much more organic than AEW Kenny. Okay. And I think that's what Seth and, and Chris are, were different at. They just felt so authentically evil and funny. Yes. I can respect that. All right. So I think that, that wraps it up for us. Yeah, I think that does. Uh, so, guys, that concludes our newest episode of Push, Developmental, and Fire. Nadia, thank you again for being on the show. You're very welcome. And one more time, before we jump off of here, 
let the people know again where they can find you. So you can find me on YouTube. I have a YouTube channel, Nadia, aka Little Monster. Mm-hmm. And you can find me on Instagram, Nad, aka Little, um, Nad underscore Little underscore Monster underscore. Okay. Sweet. Yeah. So I think that concludes everything. As always, guys, thank you for tuning in. Make sure you stay up. Make sure you stay blessed. And as always, stay dangerous. Saskatchewan!